0: Hey there, people of the interwebs. It's me, Brandon Noel. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time listening with us, we are the Bookies Podcast. We are a book club podcast. Um, This episode is brought to you by my very own publishing company, destinycomics.com. That is comics, dot xcom because I'm a 90s kid and everything is extreme. So, uh, before we jump into today's episode, The Hunter, um, I just want to take a moment, tell you a little bit about some of the things we offer at Destiny Comics. Everything from original prints, art, uh, commission paintings, um, uh, to my, my book, Flatfoot McGee, uh, issue four coming out in June, baby. June! June's right around the corner. Issue four. Um, so want to thank everyone. I want to thank you. Um, please stay tuned, uh, as we gear up for, um, another exciting adventure of Flatfoot McGee coming soon. Um, I want to thank, uh, one of our, our, you know, amazing, uh, Patreon sponsors, Troy Tima, uh, who helps make these, this show possible through donations, and uh, if you want to help support your local book club podcast, The Bookies, you can go to patreon.com slash destinycomics, um, where we offer everything from uh, additional bookmarks and all kinds of goodies. Um, and uh, just want to thank you. Uh, hope you enjoy these episodes, and if you want them early, you can get them at uh, patreon.com slash destinycomics all right without any further ado or gilding the lily uh the hunter um, an donald e uh, novel by Donald e Westlake a parker novel the the you know parker series is long running um, and this is the first one in the series it was a quick read wasn't it
1: it was thank goodness because yeah. I really had to force myself to read it.
2: Yeah, I did too. I was not a fan.
1: <laughs> I'd rather read Maze Runner again.
2: And isn't that just
0: something? <laughs>
1: it wasn't that bad for me. It was close, but not that bad for me. All
0: right.
1: Barely. Like, if
0: Oh, we got to figure out our order since everyone's on a different. Oh, yeah. Ah, right. All
1: right. Okay. Mayleen, decide an order and tell us what it is.
3: Okay, who? who just a bit. You? Yeah, I, okay. so I, I was trying to figure
1: out who suggested the book first. Okay. Brandon did. <laughs> Death at <declared> Brandon.
0: <laughs> it's all your fault. Hey, David, I like it.
1: <laughs> okay, hold on. Lewis, you drew it. I mean, yes, it was my hand, but I didn't look at it. I, it was you. You remember? No.
2: Don't you put this on me. This is not <laughs> you my fault.
4: Brandon's salty. the one who puts yeah. it to <laughs> you can blame on me. You can blame it on know. me. I don't wear a mask. Oh.
1: <laughs> it's your fault. <laughs> How is it
5: your fault?
2: No, we could blame other things on you for not wearing a mask, but not the choice of book.
1: I celebrate
5: it.
3: Okay. So the order is going to be Brandon because you suggested it, then me, then Dave, Bonnie, Justin, then Wayne, then Lewis. I just all right,
6: Lewis. I- well, That's fine. <laughs> okay. Brandon. So Brandon, yeah. then me,
3: then Dave. Then Bonnie, Justin. Day. Yeah, I'll, let me hold it up with me. I yeah. suppose I should be writing it down
2: too, but I'm just going
6: to go after Wayne. Bonnie, Justin, Wayne, and Lewis. Okay.
7: Yeah. Why'd you take a picture of it? Because I can.
1: I sent it to everybody on the chat, but yeah.
0: Thank
7: you. Awesome. All right. All right. So, Brandon, We off.
1: shouldn't forget the order.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, we are the bookies. Welcome to the bookies. Uh, welcome. Uh, my name is Brandon Noel.
1: Naylee Noel.
0: David McFarland.
1: Bonnie Stallard.
6: Justin Stallard. Wayne Abraham,
0: and Luis Lopez. And we are the bookies. This month, we are talking about The Hunter by uh, Richard Stark, a Parker novel. Um, So,
3: Brandon, you suggested it. Give us a synopsis and why you suggested
0: it. I did. um, Now, there are... um, I I was first introduced to the Parker novels via... The Darwin Cook graphic novel. Ah,
2: okay. Now I see, yeah.
0: Um, first off, this is some of the most beautiful comic book art ever put on page. Um, legit, Darwin Cook was amazing. Um, but he loved these novels. He painstakingly illustrated them. I fell in love with them. Uh, and then, you know, I, I this is the third time I've read The Hunter. Um, I have read the second book, uh, man with the getaway face once, and I'm currently on the third book in the series, uh, the organization, um, or no, the outfit, sorry. It's the outfit. Um, so, I'm guessing
2: based on the titles that they actually do kind of follow what you would expect the first three novels to go as far as what happens next to Parker.
0: Oh yeah. 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 It's,
2: it's okay.
0: you know, they happen in order. That's kind of uh,
2: cool. That's, that's a little bit redemptive for me, yeah. just in terms of like plot and thematics and all that.
0: Yeah. Cause the man with the getaway face is, um, uh, a little off topic, but it's about him getting plastic surgery and, right.
1: which was and, his plant next. And, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and honestly, the man with the getaway face is more violent than the hunter. Um, uh, but, uh, the, the Richard Stark novels, um, I'm trying to remember it's a pseudonym the actual author I can't remember his name
4: oh
2: hang on I got it up here Uh it is Donald E. Westlake is the actual no. name of the author Richard Stark is a pen name
0: yeah he wrote 28 novels under Richard Stark 24 of them are Parker novels there are 24 Parker novels um Bonnie's like yeah, yeah. Twenty-four of these things, and we're going to read them all. Yes. <laughs> um, no <don't> break. No <laughs> break. Just boom
1: boom boom, 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 boom. Uh, this,
0: isn't this. this is a This is yeah, <laughs> So basically, um, the Parker uh, novel starts off with uh, you know you have have Parker, who is a career criminal. That is what he does. He is a bank heist um, diamond thief less of a gentleman thief and more of just a grunt uh you know criminal There's nothing gentleman, There's nothing gentleman about psychopath yeah um, no he, he's not a, <laughs> he's not no a,
1: Danny Ocean no
0: no he's not <laughs> this would be the other side of ocean's 11 um, and uh basically where the story starts off with Say no. it, he has been double crossed uh, his wife tried to kill him everyone that he last worked with tried to kill him and he is just trying to get um, revenge which turns out to not be satisfactual which then leads to him trying to get the money back um, it is straight up just a revenge story um and, uh, yeah, uh, I, like I said, I was introduced to these, these novels through Darwin Cook, um, who was an amazing illustrator and amazing cartoonist. Um, I would
1: assume that the graphic novels are a little better than just because they're pretty.
0: They are well, very uh, pretty,
1: pretty. Yeah. <laughs> very nicely drawn.
0: They, they are very pretty to look at. Um, but like my, I was hooked from the first scene. The whole, that moment of him just walking across the bridge and somebody pulling over and saying, hey, can I help you? And he goes, go to hell. Like, that is, that's Parker. That is, that opening sequence, I think is one of the best sequences in any novel. I think it tells you everything you need to know about the character. I, I think it just, you know... um was it go to hell? It, uh, yeah.
2: Something like, yeah, something like go to hell. Um, it, doesn't
0: matter.
1: it just shows you the jacket. <laughs> yeah. yeah Parker
2: to told him to go to hell. The guy said, screw you, buddy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's Parker. Like I was, I was hooked from like literally page one. Um, <laughs> Bonnie, I I, I, I had to
1: force myself to finish this book, Brandon. Yeah,
0: but go that's, ahead. That's all right. Um, you know, if, if I had to pick a favorite, well, anything, um, like I, you know, my favorite part of the book is Parker. Like, I like the character. I like, um, um, uh, there was an interview where he was talking, the, the author, um, was talking about how writing is, um, uh, Stark, uh, Richard Stark, he, he has to cut out a lot of the flowery language that he normally lies on lies on. And it just strips it down to just bare basic facts. And that's the way he had to like you know, that's how he got into the character. Was just, you know, we we remove all emotion, we remove all kind of sentiment that makes
2: passed. sense yeah i mean for that that's very much how parker is he has no real flowery language aside from her legs looked good <laughs> like, like he is just a a b c type dude
0: yeah um i would you know like i said my favorite thing about the book is parker um you know my favorite scene is is probably the the end of the book or not not the end of the book but the um the him actually getting the money from the you know the the outfit and like Mm -hmm. he he, they've set all these traps up for him and one by one by one he's like get on the train takes get on the train nobody dies nobody gets hurt just get on the train and he gets away with the money like that sequence is is probably my favorite in the book
1: for 12 hours (laughs) not even 12 hours yeah (laughs) like six
0: hours or something so all right that's that's my my uh favorite highlight so millie um i would
3: say probably my favorite my two favorite things about the book well one is the fact that i did find it funny that he didn't keep the money (laughs) all the trouble of okay i'm gonna get the money that they owe me blah 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 and he's like basically like I don't care, you know, that it's not, that it's not the outfit's fault, it's my money and then he doesn't have it at the end. He's like, Well, that sucks, you know. And it's kinda like I, I almost felt sorry for my point. I'm like, you know what? He's been through a lot at this point, like and on top of it he doesn't have to get the money, so <laughs> but uh I liked that and I liked how it was a very easy read, as far as there wasn't a lot of flowery language. You just you could read it, and you know, even though I didn't really care for the story much, um, it was it was nice that I was able to just boom boom boom. I, I didn't he didn't linger too long on any one thing. It was just like okay, you know, let's let's go, and then it flowed so nicely and quickly. So it wasn't a hard read by any means mm-hmm.
5: um
3: so even though i did have to kind of push myself to finish it it had nothing to do with the style of writing it had everything to do with the fact that it's just like eh, not my not my favorite of the books that we read uh, although I would read it before I'd read Maze Runner, just saying. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would, I would read Richard Stark twice before I'd read Maze Runner again.
2: <laughs> and that's an endorsement. <laughs> <laughs>
3: wow.
5: I'm
1: not sure I would.
3: <laughs> okay, so that, those are my favorites. Now, Date.
4: Okay.
1: Yeah, steal the camera
3: there. <sighs>
4: Um, I'd have to say that I liked this book more than I disliked it.
0: Thank you. There <laughs> <Hang on>.
4: um, <laughs> <Poor> Brandon. <laughs> it's like we're
0: piling on. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, I mean, I'd probably give it like a 6 out of 10 because I think this might have been – I think the book was written in the 60s, I'm believing. Uh, I think it was 72. 60s or 70s so um people's point of view were a little bit different back then when most people now are a little bit desensitized because of everything on television
0: uh 62 Um, yeah
4: 62, 62 so a lot of people's thinking were different in the 60s than they are now in 2020 but um but some of the things he did that I that I liked, my favorite part was how he got his how he got his money at first, where he was uh, buying stuff with checks, and then taking it to the pawn shop to get cash. I mean, watches and, and stuff like that. I mean, I didn't really agree with the luggage, but I guess things back then were a commodity. A nice
1: set of luggage,
4: yeah, yeah. yeah but I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, stuff like that. I thought that was that was pretty clever, untraceable. Oh yeah it's definitely untraceable but um totally unrealistic now but back for the time i'll bet you you could probably do that probably Mm -hmm. yeah you definitely can do it because um they didn't start doing check fraud until the late 60s early 70s and that was based off the the movie catch me if you can but it doesn't matter about that but anyway um I liked how, I mean, I thought the book was an easy read. I liked how they split up the the parts to give some background story on the the the, the people, even though Bonnie didn't like it, but I did. I'm the, I'm the type of the person that actually kind of likes the flashbacks. I know you don't.
1: There were too many. I
4: don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... I liked how that because it gave it a, a little complete story and I could see where this was coming from because I think originally these books were in the in the pulp magazines. And I think that the the author originally maybe probably wrote in pulp magazines. So that was his probably his style of writing when he when he converted the the Parker to his novels.
2: Oh, as far as like keeping them in separate sections and little yeah. chunks and things, yeah. Okay, yeah,
4: that's that's how I'm thinking because the the story was easy to read, and um, I think uh, if he actually knew that this was going to be a novel, he would have had the, the, the colorful metaphors uh, added in instead of the the um, the subtle type of, of language. Yeah. Plus, plus, I don't really think they had really. I don't think they really wrote with bad language back in the in the '60s all that much. I mean, you might get like a hell or a damn here and there, but not like f bombs that you see in comic books nowadays. It's just a, a different type of, of writing because it, it's, it's it's outdated. Yeah, I'd like to see a more modernized Parker, and and not the Mel Gibson one. I thought I'm I remember. The the original movie called Point Blank with Lee Marvin that was the
0: original Parker. I think and, there's one before Lee Marvin too. I think because um, well, that would,
4: that would be so outdated. I wouldn't even really want to watch it. You need yeah. you need a more modernized, true Parker novel. You need to have the violence in there. You need to have the language. You need to have his total
0: remorseless in there. The the irony of the Mel Brooks or not Mel Brooks uh, Mel Gibson movie. <laughs>
1: Mel Brooks. Yeah, yeah that would make it much more interesting. <laughs> that would and be an yeah. interesting take
2: on the character. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh,
5: but the, the
0: irony of the, the Mel Gibson movie is um he fought the producers because he didn't want to play that much of a dick. Um like Mel Gibson pulled back from because Parker is much more of a dick um What's than him? than Mel Gibson played him. Hmm.
4: Uh. yeah i mean i originally thought the when i saw the the original one with mel gibson called payback i i thought it was more of a comedy more than kind of like a an action an action movie because i didn't i honestly didn't even know that this this uh this book was um the original story for parker until i read the back of the book and then i go hey i remember this and then and then they were talking about the Lee Marvin film. And then when I looked it up on, on Wikipedia, I saw that it was uh, also played by Mel Gibson later on, back back in the early 2000s or whatever. I, I don't recall. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was all right. I mean, like I said, like a six out of 10. Um, there was just some things that I thought were kind of monotonous and unneeded.
5: Positive right
4: now, really positive. Yeah, I know. But the, the positive on it, it was... It could have been done a little bit better. <laughs> um, other than that, I liked how, how, like I said, how everything, how crafty he was, how how relentless he was. On how, I mean, he was a little bit simple-minded, but um, just how relentless, how how he wanted his money. I liked how he he spotted out um, the the people that were going to try to get him on, on with the train, like how you were saying. He was definitely clever. He's. It seems like when his smarts came in, it was when he was uh, doing his criminal activity. Mm-hmm. That's where his smarts came out, and it was based. It's for basic survival, because that's how he could spot all those people that were going to try to kill him. He just put him on the train. How he disappeared into the neighborhood afterwards. Well, after he got his money. But after after the pressure was after the pressure wasn't on him anymore, that's when he turned dumb.
2: Yeah, yeah. He he wasn't necessarily book smart, but he was incredibly street smart.
4: Oh, definitely street smart. That's that's where that's where his. I think when adrenaline kicked in, he was smart. But when the adrenaline wore off,
0: he <laughs> became dumb. <laughs> There's that moment when he takes out the guy's bodyguard and the the is like he's one of the best. He's like, no, he's not. You're laughing. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Just flat out,
0: no, he isn't. Yeah, no, <laughs> he's not.
4: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, also the the part where, yeah, when they were playing, uh, when they were waiting after they got the money while they were waiting in the hotel was kind of amusing, but I'll, I'll give oh, yeah, the lawyer's office. office yeah. <laughs>
5: mm-hmm.
4: But I'll let someone else discuss that because I know that was one of their favorite things because there's really not many positive things about this book. but uh we'll get to that so i'm I'm handing it to bonnie now okay
1: all right bye Bye, baby. something positive positives
4: bonnie positives
1: positives all right um
6: she's positive she's never going to read another parker book
1: (laughs) yes i am positive about that i just like to remind everyone that i had not read a maze runner book at all when i suggested it brandon has read this three times and suggested it <laughs> Just want to put that out there. <laughs> well, it's Bye, super Brandon. duper hard-boiled
2: fiction. I know why Brandon loves it. Like it's obvious. <laughs>
1: um, things I liked. Uh, okay, I liked the not Fairfax, the other guy. There was two of them. They were in charge in New York. Carter. Carter. I liked how he was written. He was written exactly how he should have been. I loved that he made the decision for Mal to to figure it out on his own we've got three options here. We're going to go with number two. You need to figure it out on your own. I I love that. I love that. That was great. Um, it, it was well-written as far as the writing was, you know, it was a, it's not my favorite writing style, but it was well-written. We'll go to the, not my favorite later when we're doing the negative, I'll try not to make that section too long. (laughs) Um, I, so I liked Carter. I liked how he was written. Um, I liked the scenes in his office. Those were pretty decent. Um, I liked, I was getting really irritated with all the female characters and how they were written, but I liked Wanda, a.k.a. Rose. Mm-hmm. If he hadn't had her in there, I would have had a whole lot more to tear into him about, but she was a nice, strong female character. I mean, she was still tiny compared to, you know, Parker, so of course, mm-hmm. he, you know, he, of course he intimidated her. She couldn't fight back, but But she, on the whole, she was smart. She was, you know, um, it implied that she was, you know, good at what she did and all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, she kind of liked her. It was Um,
2: feisty too. I kept getting, if any of you guys watched The Mandalorian, I kept getting um, the one mechanic vibes from her character. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I liked her. I liked how she, you know, she, even though she was under pressure, she kept her cool on the phone. She was good at, you know, she was good at what she did and finding information and she was intelligent and she, you know, I, I appreciated that there was at least one well-written female in the book. I'll talk about the others right now. Mm-hmm. Um, one, <laughs> yes, I one. Um, yeah, I guess I liked the, the lawyer scene too, the lawyer's office. So, yeah. Okay. Moving on, that was what I liked. About book. <laughs>
7: Moving on. <clears throat> oh my goodness! I hope this thing isn't recording the, the video because my hair is atrocious. Um, We're recording everything.
0: Uh, We're like the government. <laughs> oh, no.
7: <laughs> Which is one reason why I really don't want a uh, an echo. Echo in the house or an, oh, yeah. or an Alexa.
2: Do yourself a favor and don't get one of those. <laughs>
7: Things I like. I I will agree that it was a uh, it was well written for what it was. Um, I I did, and I I have to agree with David. I one of my favorite scenes is the beginning of the book where he's going around getting his making his false ID and uh um, the lack of hygiene was was amazing though where he's in the bathroom rubbing it on the floor and then taking his thumb licking it and then uh, you know and I'm like oh uh, he just got
1: the COVID
7: the <laughs> and everything else coming oh, in on no. that thing
4: that was COVID too
7: <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I i like wow. the opening scene where he's you know the getting the, his 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 initial cash which eventually came came in to bite him in the butt because i would have Anyway um the uh and i like the uh the uh the the, the the lawyer's office scene where he's playing poker afterwards and comes out another thousand or so ahead which is probably a, a good thing for him since he
1: has a thousand he had in his pocket
7: had, yeah <laughs> but all uh,
1: oh, those later before yeah.
7: it uh, I did the audio version and uh, it it was. Uh, see which one did I do? Um, uh, where is it? I just got to thinking. Since I do audio so much, I may as well critique the audio version a little bit. The. Uh...
2: How long is the final runtime on the audiobook that you guys had? Uh,
7: final runtime from at ah, stop that <laughs> uh, was uh, five hours even.
2: Okay. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah.
7: Yeah. The, the, it the, wasn't the, a very long book. Uh, I, I have to say, even when I, with my slow reading, I probably, if I just sat down and read, I could probably read this in a weekend.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it took me about but, two days too. I found an, an ebook version online. It doesn't even have page numbers, but it's just wow, literally like a wall of text and I got through it in about two days. So,
7: yeah. Um, for some reason my scene doesn't want to work right now. I was going to bring up information about it. Um, about the narrator and stuff like that.
0: I think it's the same narrator for um, who's... It, at, yeah. at least I know it's the same narrator who's done the first three books.
7: Um, okay, here we are. This My my particular one was narrated by John Chancer. Um, it's five hours and one minute long. It was uh, actually pretty well written. It was a pretty good reading. He, he, he did the, the voices and, and stuff pretty well. Um, and it, it would, even though, well, even though I didn't care much for the story itself, it was the, the, the narrator did keep it interesting. So
2: a good narrator changes
7: everything. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, the, the the narrator uh did did keep it going and and uh and he he did keep it um entertaining. So I'll give him that. And uh so but yeah, I I'm in the middle on it. I I would I'm, I would say a 5 out of five, a 5 out of 10 for me if we're going to go
1: that
5: way for
6: the entire
1: thing. So, okay. All right, who's next?
7: Wayne.
6: Wayne. Um, I really enjoyed the writing in this book. Like I said, it was trimmed down. It was concise. It flowed well. Probably one of the best written books we've read in several months yes. as far as the writing itself. So
2: yeah, I would agree. Yeah, definitely. Uh,
6: yeah, I mean, it was pretty good. I, kind of- I yeah. enjoyed, I enjoyed the writing yeah. aspect of it. Um, for me, it was the, I didn't count the pages, but pretty much parts one, two, three, and four were pretty much equal parts in one quarter of the book. And so they took me about an hour per part to read. Um, and so it, that, that did make it a quick read, an easy read. I, I enjoyed the scene at the train station where he spots all the guys ahead of time and gets the drop on them and collects their weapons and sends them on their way. And, uh, you know, gets away with the money that, that was, that was probably the, um, my favorite scene out of the book, the, the flashback on the island where they did the original heist, uh, that part was, was well-written too, I thought. It was it was it was easy to to follow the action and visualize in my mind what was happening Mm -hmm. in in that one. So um I'll pass it on to Lewis.
2: Well like a lot of you guys, I also enjoyed the style of writing. I thought that You know, content aside, I thought the way that this book was written was really, really effective for getting across not only who Parker was as a person, but how he saw things and how that then translated into the way that the book was written. You know, I liked that there wasn't very much flowery language in this as well, just because it it wouldn't really fit with the character. Um, And like other people have said, this was a really, really easy book to read. I mean, like I said, it took me like two days to read this and and for me, that's like lightning fast i don't read books that quickly that aren't like the jim butcher dresden files books those are the only ones that i burn through like that um and there and there was some good funny parts in the book i i liked in particular when parker is talking to i think it was Fairfax, the guy who had the two bodyguards Fairfax, that were holding yeah. his suitcases. Yeah, I loved that Parker just flat out told him. Because um, what what ends up happening is he goes to find Fairfax, and his two bodyguards are holding his suitcases. And since they're holding his suitcases, they can't defend him. And so Parker basically tells Fairfax you know, it's not their fault. Don't make your bodyguards hold your suitcases.
1: Right. (laughs) (laughs) I thought
2: that was great. That was brilliant. And it's, and it totally tracks for who Parker is as a person. Like he's going to flat out tell you why he thinks you're stupid. You know, Uh, like those types of characters when done in those instances are just like tax smart. It's just so great. I really liked that. Um, but of course, I didn't really enjoy parts of this book as well. Um, but we can get into that a little bit later on. Um, overall, though, I, I would give this book probably about a five or a six out of ten. Like Dave, I enjoyed when the, um, when the flashbacks occurred in relation to the rest of the story. I thought that was a good way to do it. Cause if this book started with the island in terms of chronology, it would just be like way too bogged down and slow. So it was it was good when they inserted them when they did. Um, and it also made a lot of sense as far as – because when you first meet Parker, he meets up with Lynn, who you later on learn as his wife. And it didn't make sense to me in the beginning why he was so fucking horrible to her. And then when you find out what happened on the island, then you realize, oh, that's why he's got like an axe to grind with her. Now that kind of makes sense. I still didn't like it, but it made a lot of sense. Yeah, that's my little uh, positives for the book.
0: Mm-hmm. Not much, not much. <laughs> not much. Right. before, you guys bury this book. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, are you going to show us more pictures again? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, he got because you know we mentioned Richard Stark as a pseudonym. Um, he chose Stark as the last name for the writing style. He felt. That was the goal oh. of writing. He wanted the every sentence every to be Stark, just fair basic information. Mm-hmm. Um that, that didn't even dawn on me. Yeah, like that's why he chose the last name, Stark for a student. Um and you know, I like, like I said I you remember month like almost a year or two ago when we read A is for Alibi. mm
5: mm-hmm.
0: And yeah. one of my my complaints for A's for Alibi was like it wasn't noir enough, it wasn't mm-hmm. you know, hard boiled enough. This is my comfort zone for hard boiled noir, so yeah, um, kind of that makes like perfect it. sense. <laughs>
1: it's yeah. a part of that, but I'd say uh, never mind. Go
0: ahead. All right. Um, so if we're, we're gonna switch over to the negatives and qualms and, and issues. It had been a year or two since I, I last read it. And I said, this is my third reading. I didn't remember all the female violence. Ugh. That was something that just didn't stick with me.
3: I think Bonnie wants to talk about that. Yeah. No, go ahead. You can talk about it. I'll just yeah. add um, to it. It's fine. I, <laughs> say,
1: I, I feel like you have things you want to say. I almost didn't read the book because David and dad and Justin warned me about the violence towards women in this book. And i oh. almost. I almost said, screw it, I'm not reading it. And then I said, I don't want to be the only other female to have to defend the book, so I will read it. That's Thank the only you. reason I read it.
0: Thank you.
1: You're wow. welcome.
0: Well, I want to add
4: That's a team pos- player.
1: That's a team I want player. to
4: add another positive about the female violence. Are
1: you serious? I will fuck you. Who wants a female violence? Come here. You're no, gonna get
7: a violent no, female. No, no, no. <laughs> I wanna take this and next month. And move it out of her reach. <laughs>
1: What
3: was that,
0: Amy? I said, and next month, we will be minus one person. <laughs> <we're> <laughs> not, right? Um, so, yeah, it, it, you know, again, last time I read it was like, I want to say over two years ago. And this time around, it's like, you know, because I remembered him beating up Wanda. I remembered him killing his wife. I had forgotten he didn't about... Kill his
1: wife. She, she killed, killed herself.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, he mutilated her, her corpse. Right, but she's already dead. Yeah, she
4: already did. That um, so makes it okay. <laughs> I mean, no, it, it doesn't, but and it... dumped her in the park. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ugh. That was rough. Um, you know, I had forgotten about him killing accidentally the um, asthmatic
7: Oh my god Hairdress- hairdresser
0: hairdresser. Um there's,
1: there's... get to that. Oh get to that. Go
0: ahead. Yeah, there there was some stuff that I was like just reading it the third time, I was like, "Oh, oh yeah." What you want in the, head the
1: Um,
0: wrong place, wrong time. Uh, just <laughs> That's go. all that was. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. I'll let Bonnie take that one for mm-hmm. later. But yeah, it just it it caught me by surprise, even knowing that it was coming.
2: I have a feeling that this book, despite it being written in the 60s, was. I don't know if it mentions it in the book anywhere, and I might have missed it, but I have a feeling. That it sort of takes place in like the 1950s because I was getting a lot of 1950s um, like aesthetics and vibes in relation to that specifically, you know.
0: That's uh, again, you can't. I think you that's
7: about from the novel. actually in the final scene of the where they're doing the last job against the outfit, they're wearing
6: um, Huckleberry Hound Huckleberry
7: Hound, Hound mask. Uh-huh. Huckleberry Hound was popular from 58 to 1962. Oh, so okay. Okay. That gives you a timeline of about I would say probably about when the story takes place. Within, okay. I would say within so, those four from years. From
1: 58 to 62, if it was really big, I'd put it at the height, so in the middle, about yeah. 60 then.
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 61. But uh-huh. that, that's just my guess.
2: That make, I didn't even, that didn't even track that. That makes sense, yeah.
1: Justin looked it up because he was like, Huckleberry Hound, when Huckleberry Hound come out. <laughs> Let me check this
7: because <laughs> at first I was thinking the story was supposed to take place around in the nineteen thirties or forties. And
1: he's like Huckleberry but, Hound, and like
7: Huckleberry Hound—that sounds a little late, you know. And then yeah. somebody mentioned Hanna Barbera, and like,
3: oh,
7: yeah. So that was later. Yeah.
3: yeah. Okay, so Brandon is done with his negative <laughs> oh, Okay. He's, so he's left I'm the room. Clear. He's tired. <laughs> I'm sure everyone has plenty of negatives that they have so I will keep my list short because I'm I'm okay. sure between everybody we'll get it all covered <laughs> I'm sure but I would say my two biggest complaints I'll go with my two bigger ones um first obviously the like aside from the female like just beating them all up mostly which I'll have Bonnie get to <laughs> But just the fact that they all seem like very weak characters. Like, yeah, only one female character where you're like, okay, she's a badass. And in that world, in the world that Parker inhabits, <laughs> you kind of need to be a stronger character just to survive to that. survive, life. yeah. Like, even if you don't, you know, have much of a personality, you still got to be strong because you're dealing with thugs and mobsters and people who kill people. You know I mean? <laughs> so I mean, I'm saying if I were inhabited that world, I can't be a weak little wilting flower because that's how you die, basically. That's how you don't make it in that world, you know.
7: And so it's no not when to that, get
3: out. It's not just um, the fact that I want strong women. It's the fact that in the realm of that world, that's the kind of person you need to be. You have to be man or woman. You have to be tough in that world. You can't survive. Weak either gender to survive it. Which is why Mal died. He was ultimately a coward. Exactly. He was ultimately a coward and very weak as a character. He couldn't make it. And, you know, that's why, like you said, he just, he, he had, didn't have the follow through that he needed. He was always relying on people to protect him, to be protected. And to the point where when he was told, handle it yourself, he was, he was still like, Um, what?
2: Oh, how do I handle it myself?
3: (laughs) You know. So, and like I said, that I would say that pertains both male and female. So, yeah. And then my other biggest critique is even like even when you have a main character who whose entire world is outside the law, like if you're talking about like Ocean's Eleven, you're talking about all those types of characters, right? you gotta want to root for the main character and I just thank you you. yes I did it like if you even if you're gonna have that kind of character like okay like I said we mentioned Ocean's Eleven a couple times I love all those characters I want them to succeed even though they're bad bad guys technically (laughs) I want them to steal the money and get away Mm with it they're likable yeah they're so likable and I just never felt that for Parker at any point did I say, yeah, come on, Parker, get, you know, stick it to the, stick to the guys. You know, yeah. I, I never sat there and thought, Oh, I hope Parker's, the only character that I eventually grew to like was actually Mal. Like surprisingly, <laughs> I know that sounds really weird. I know. I, I get that. But, it, was, it is weird <laughs> by the end of it he was the only character I was like oh I, I really hope he doesn't die <laughs> like you know like and then you know he, of course he did but you know just because between the two of them i rather would have had Mal get away than have Parker get to him you know because I actually felt a lot of pity for him <laughs> um but yeah I just at no point did I look at it and think oh Parker is such a great great bad you know, guy, great out of the law kind of person that I hope he succeeds and I hope he gets away with the money. And in fact, that's why I laughed so hard when he didn't have the money at the end, <laughs> <laughs> because I was just like, <laughs> ha ha, like, okay, I'm sorry. I don't feel bad for you at this point, but I just don't, I'm sorry. I know you went through a lot. I know you, you know, had all this horrible stuff happen to you and that really does suck. I, I'm sorry. I can't bring myself to feel that bad for you and to want you to, to win out. So
0: wrong suitcase.
3: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs>
7: so, I laughed. Right? <laughs> I, I,
0: la- I forgot about that scene. Yeah.
7: That's worse than getting it burned up in a coffin.
1: Yeah. I, I have to say Oceans 11 did that better. The yeah, original the Oceans yeah. 11. Yeah. We're getting, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so much better than the wrong suitcase. But anyway, but
3: that's even what I thought too. Was oh my gosh, the coffin. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> the first thing I thought of was that scene from the original Ocean's Eleven. Was oh. yes. And but in that case, I felt so bad for them. <laughs> <laughs> right? you
1: know? And this one, but, you just laughed. Ha. Ah, surgery. Yeah. Right. yeah, this sure. one
3: I was like, oh, sucks to be you. You know, <laughs> uh, th- those were my two complaints. Was okay,
1: two big ones.
4: So
3: I'll leave everyone
1: else to say their complaints.
4: Okay, David, it's your turn. Um, so I thought I thought Mal was kind of an idiot. I mean, yeah. his knowledge was in doing the crime, but when it really came under pressure, I don't really think he was all that smart,
0: nope.
4: especially when. Uh, he only had a five-month term on his jail sentence. you talking about Parker? Parker yeah. No, not yeah, Mel. Parker, Parker, yeah. I keep on thinking Mel Gibson. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, Parker, when uh, he only had a five-month month term on, on his prison sentence, and he, he killed a guard to, with only
1: – gets it extended, and then he yeah. still doesn't wait. Yeah. He could
4: have waited yeah, He doesn't just months.
2: escape. He kills a guard to do
4: yeah. it. yeah
1: stupid
4: head yeah it was it was very stupid and then you see I mean the original I mean
1: I mean come on how about all these revenge stories where they plot their revenge yeah.
4: <laughs> it, it didn't yeah I agree yeah. with Bonnie there there was no there, there was plotting but there really wasn't any thought into it because I'm sorry if I'm walking into a town looking looking for a guy I wouldn't be looking like a bum on the street like he was I would have did all of all all of his bad activities in another town and then walked into this town styling. Yeah. And I I mean the 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 hairdresser scene kinda caught me off guard, but when uh he complained about not having any money, he didn't take the money out of the cash register. <laughs> and I'm like, man, okay, she's already dead. Right. And you, you're already complaining about not having any money I would be taking the money out of the register at least you're supposed to be a bad guy <laughs>
3: <laughs> I' have a crappy time to have high moral fiber
4: right I mean
1: because he sure didn't in that scene sorry continue.
4: I know I mean it was probably I don't know 20. he had weird moral alignments is what it was. He
1: didn't have moral alignment.
4: 20 30 bucks out of the register but still I mean with him complaining though I don't have any money 20 30 bucks that's better a, that's than that lot of money. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, When you consider a cup of coffee, it's, it's, it's written as, yeah, that's a ton of money. Yeah.
4: Yeah. 15 cents. And, and even then he said that was high priced for the area.
2: Yeah, that's right.
4: Probably a dime or maybe a nickel. Yeah. And then for him to skip out on 30, 40 bucks from a hairdresser, I'm like, what are you doing, man? That's like a week's worth of pay for you right there. (laughs) Right. But, um, I just think, I, I honestly think the author I'm not sure. I mean, I haven't read any of, of of this author before, but I I honestly think that for the time it was probably okay. But now I just don't think the 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 author wrote a bad guy very well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it just seemed kind of dumbed down to me. They just wanted to get a quick story out and. They wanted to keep it like a rated PG bad instead of a rated R bad that it should have been.
0: For the fifties, this was rated R. Let's let's.
4: This is this is T Y or what? What do you call it? Rated G. What's the one before that? Where it's for the one that's for TV. Oh, (laughs) where anyone could watch it.
5: Yeah, rated
4: E for everyone. (laughs) I mean, um, I just thought. A person that that is a real bad guy. They 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 really need to hate him. I didn't really hate anything about about the guy, except he was just kind of dumb. Yeah. And then yeah, losing the money at the end. What a dumbass! I mean, I'm sorry. A bad guy would have shot the two cops and the hotel clerk, and then walked out with his money, plus the money out of the register at the hotel, mm-hmm. and the guns from the cop, and their badges, and possibly even their car. But he walked out with nothing. What an idiot! <laughs> but uh,
2: no, no, he walked away with his socks and shirts.
4: <laughs> whatever, man. The same <laughs> crap he walked in with, he yeah. walked out with. That's basically what happened. So they I do you I on do,
7: to a part he, two? He, he did have two thousand <laughs> dollars.
0: Uh, I do like that line, um, where he says, "You know, the forty thousand are just going to sit there and confuse the um, the cops." <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, yeah yeah. yeah the, the That was it, a the, funny line. The yeah. drug drug enforcement people or whatever. Yeah. yeah I am
0: just gonna confuse, yeah. you know. going to just confuse the drug, you know, drug enforcement. Yeah. They have no idea what this is about or where it came from or Yeah.
4: But um I mean other than that, I thought the the book was well written. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. And I'll I want to hear Bonnie's negatives now. This is going to be fun. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> I hope everybody has an hour. I'll try to keep it short and civil uh, I will. Try. I can't promise that
7: I can't <laughs> promise civil
1: 45 minutes is you limit. it go <laughs> alright so
7: all
4: right, Justin you're next
1: I'll, I will combine <laughs> Maylene's two combine it's a pivotal moment for me so I agree we talked that I agree with Maylene there should have been stronger females the only one was Wanda who doesn't like to go by Wanda anymore she wants to go by Rose fine that's fine she was the only strong one. Um and, um, and I also had no reason to root for this character and I kept hoping maybe something would happen that I would have some reason to care about him because I was forcing myself to continue reading his story because I didn't give a crap about our main protagonist. And then he killed the hairdresser. And had absolutely no remorse. He got pissed off at her. It was her fault she died. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're going to write a character... he specifically
2: says, like, there's no reason for her to be dead. Yeah. Something like that.
1: Yeah. Oh, the, (laughs) you know, the biatch had... Oh, oh, inhaler. Like, oh, yeah, I saw an inhaler in the thing. Okay. He didn't feel bad. He didn't... You know what I mean? Like a character that's ultimately a bad guy, but has some good morals. Like I'm not going to kill women and children, or I'm not going to kill dogs or puppies or whatever. You know what I mean? Like he -hmm. should have, he should have felt bad. He didn't. He not only didn't feel bad, he blamed her that it was her fault. And his anger about it pissed me off so much that I realized I was never going to care about this dang character Mm -hmm. because he didn't care about anybody. Yeah. So that, those, those two things, Maylene, that you had culminated at that moment, not only was there horrible violence on women, which, okay, I can, I can understand maybe not as many strong women written. We gave a, a little bit when we write Casino Royale because of the time period and the, the, yeah. the, you know, male point of view. Okay. I can, I can be a little, little bit of grace here, but seriously, Mal who beats everybody up. And then Parker, who just sucker punches a lady and then ties her up and gags her. And now she can't breathe and she dies. And it's his fault, but oh no, it's her fault. No, 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 no. This protagonist is a piece of bleep, bitty, bleep, bitty beep. Okay. (laughs) I did not like this person. I no longer care about his story. The, the crime syndicate needs to kill him. Okay. (laughs) I'm just like, I'm ready for the crime syndicate now. Now. I am all for an underdog, an underdog story, and all of that. I love partly because it's Keanu Reeves, but I love the John Wick movies and the John Wick storyline. If you want an underdog who's getting revenge, who's a revenge story, he's getting revenge for his dog and his car. They killed his dog, you know. But there's what you know, and he's got this whole. He goes up against. You know the big crime syndicate that he used to be a part of, but he got away. From it. I, I'm all for that. It has nothing to do with that. I love that. That's fantastic. I'm a big fan. We all the movies, they're great. This, I didn't care about this guy. He had no morals. No, no, nothing. It was there's no there was no good side. You know, I, I, I like a good rogue, but a good rogue has to have some sort of something that makes you like them. He was not a, like a,
0: a redemptive quality.
1: Something, but. And I kept hoping maybe I'd see it, and I didn't. And then that moment when he, his his reaction to the death of the hairdresser, I was done. I don't care about this man at all. I will not. That's how I felt about that. Um, while the writing was very good, I got a little irritated that every time he wanted to do some exposition, we had to do a flashback. Okay, I thought the flashback was a little overdone in this book. I'm not saying the flashback can't be a good writing technique. I just felt that. It was a little, here's know. the thing. I was not enjoying the book that much. The writing was good, but the storyline was not my favorite. And every time it got slightly interesting, now we're going on a big, long flashback. <laughs> and I have to try to care about the story all over again because it was only finally just a tiny bit interesting. Yeah. Oh, he comes in the hotel room and now we have Can't Mal's really long flashback. Are like you kidding me? Come that's on, that's they need to fight and kill each other and die. It's going to be great. No, we have... Fifty billion pages of flashback again. So I got a little irritated about that. Just saying. Um, okay, let's see. I could probably. Um, I'll hey, try this Don't be
5: so
3: reserved. Tell us your honest opinion. <laughs>
1: yeah. You don't have time for my
3: honest. Oh, that's right. That's right.
2: I'm just saying. Guess what you're getting for
0: Christmas, Bonnie? <laughs> <laughs> All four <one more> novels.
1: <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> yeah no um gosh I it really because it was better written than Maze Runner I will grade it higher than Maze Runner I will but I didn't care about the characters I didn't care where the story went the types of stories like like John Wick is better Ocean's Eleven is but and I mean not just better like miles and miles better you know what I mean and even when you call this a noir I feel like it's more of a Mobster, gangster type thing than a real noir. Like, when I think of noir, I think of, of the gritty detective. There's no dang detectives in this whole story. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like it's a true noir. I'm sorry, Brandon. I realized that to you, this is noir, but I feel like, like Sam Spade and, and I mean, even, um, it just blanks. But noir means dark. I know it means dark. I'm not saying it's not dark, but, but I, I like, I don't know. Every time I think of noir, I think of the detective noir, which is mm-hmm. the main part of that genre. And mm-hmm. so I felt like this was the just thin
0: man, uh, Richard, yeah. Sp- the you know yeah, yeah. Sam
1: Spade. You got man you got. F- I mean, come on. Even um Dresden is a little bit noir, just a little. I know he's more. You know,
2: it definitely starts off a bit noir. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know. So I don't know. I, I I'm not saying it's not dark. I just I don't know. I think i'd probably enjoy reading the godfather more and i haven't watched the movies but i it is on sale the godfather and kindle today i almost bought it because i was like two bucks maybe i'll read that book it's supposed to be really violent <laughs> well, but that's okay book and the it's cool. um so anyway it, it wasn't i don't know it was just a lot of things i'm la- i'm gonna move on i'm gonna let other people talk okay by the
3: way body i just want to say when you went bleep 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 if we were popular enough still merge, i'd want that on a shirt <laughs> <laughs>
1: I liked that part very much. Thank you, thank you.
3: All right, Justin. Oh. So
4: support your local hairdresser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
7: Uh, well, let's see uh, what they've covered. What they haven't covered yet. Um The book was per- fairly short. So yeah. <laughs> to complain. Um, or- or- I. S- the when the, the at the point where he lost the money everything from that point to the beginning was completely frivolous hmm. you know mm-hmm. it, if he he'd he got the money and got away it's like okay they died for whatever cause but no they just died because
1: and he didn't get the money. And he
7: didn't okay. get the money, so they kind of died in vain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though he's basically a serial killer. Uh, to think about it.
4: <laughs> he is. He definitely is.
7: <laughs> he is. At one point in the book, somebody asked one of the well, the, the syndicate guys, asked him how many, how many, many bodies have you left behind up to this point?" And he said nine.
1: And then he says, "But he wasn't sure if that was the right number." But he wasn't yeah, he sure. Wasn't
7: even- <laughs> And I'm thinking, wait a minute, nine, so we have the guard in prison, we have and the wife, the wife who killed herself,
1: so technically that's not him,
7: and the hairdresser, and the hairdresser, and like, wait and a minute, that's only, and,
1: and, and, oh no, and looking for
7: Mal still, he was still looking for Mal at that point, and like, Wait a minute! That's only three. He
1: we maybe he lied.
7: You but know, but, but still, you know, fact,
1: he wasn't sure. He
7: wasn't sure. You know, usually, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when you kill somebody, you know exact counts. Well, John, Winwood, but, but he kills him by. Had,
0: had he, he killed Stegman <laughs> and
6: Phil by that or point? Don't
7: care. Yeah, yeah, but maybe I don't care. One of the things yeah, that stood out to me the most after the uh, we've got going for a while is he has these. Moments of incompetence, you know, and where he becomes stupid, yeah. You know, like the, the first time he runs, he, he has a run in with the police officers and all that. Um, where he shows them the ID and all this and that. At the liquor store at the liquor he's store, he's the one who
1: brings up narcotics and, and they're looking the
7: for drugs. After <laughs> that, I think I would have been like, okay, maybe I should which yeah. identities again, yeah. and then they wouldn't have had they would never would have found him
1: yeah
4: um what was another one I guess he didn't want to go back to that bar that bar bathroom and and put it on the floor again
7: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
4: um
7: the uh the the fact that I, I don't know maybe it's the the area or the time or what my, but if I know that a coast-to-coast organization that has as many employees as an American government is going to be chasing or at least keeping an eye out for me, why throw your guns away? Right? Yeah. You know. Yeah, that was dumb. Um, he, he, he kept one by one tossing he them kept here and getting there. getting rid of the guns. And uh, we, we should at least keep one. To defend yourself, Um,
0: yeah. I don't think he wanted anything that could connect him to the crime. Yeah,
6: that's true. But still, Yeah, if he had had guns, the cops would have just—they'd quick question him, just hauled him off if he had had a gun on him.
4: No, they wouldn't have. He would have shot him. Um.
7: Still, it was not. I, I don't know. He he, he's... he was dumb, and I, I also agree that I, I I couldn't find anything to root for for this character. He, uh...
1: here is a question. Huh. He's supposed to be this great. Uh, I mean, he's much more a thief, but he's a bit of a con man too. Obviously, yeah. why did he not have more than one identity? Exactly. Already made. I mean, seriously. Sorry, continue.
2: I get the feeling that despite him being a con man, he just doesn't plan that well. Like, yeah, he, he had this
1: life where he would do these things and then and then live in the hotels until he got. De-
2: well, so- what I mean is, I I don't think he necessarily planned out the next step after he was done with the task
1: driven by vengeance and didn't
7: think literally flying by the seat of his pants
2: yeah like once he got the fake id he's like cool that's done i don't need anything else so like once he finishes the job he's in the hotel okay cool i'm done don't need anything else for a month or two it kind
3: of feels to me like because you only talked about before you know things went down and started to go bad and everything it seemed to me like he was Not just a lazy con artist, but one who just didn't care. Like,
5: yeah, right.
3: You know, yeah, it's what he did for a living, but it was like it seems like he always wanted to do the minimal amount of work needed. Mm -hmm. Because he even talked about in the book how he would pull like a job or two, and then just go until that money ran out.
7: Right, and then pull a job.
0: Did have stashes.
3: Yeah, he but went till I mean, he had a certain amount, not till yeah.
5: it was gone. Really. But,
3: yes. yeah, he he was just you yeah. know he, he wouldn't pull another job until he felt he needed to. <laughs> he never thought about you know the, the long game. He always just was about the short game.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he had stashes, and because the first thing he does when he gets out of prison for the vacancy charge is goes to Palm Springs and finds out his ex-wife had cleaned out his stash yeah so right. he didn't
1: bother checking the others because he figured she's cleaned them out too
7: yeah well, that's where they were that's where he was uh because when he's in a when he's staying in a in a hotel they he liked to use the hotel safes and stuff yeah you know, but it, it,
2: even that shows his lack of real true and forethought like he's he's using stashes in hotel safes, which is essentially a building he doesn't own, a safe that is not his, and, like, they can be opened up, I'm imagining, by, like, a locksmith or the hotel staff or somebody else other right. than just him, right? right? Yeah.
7: but I don't know. He, he in, in some instances, he just he seemed a, a little incompetent. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the
4: first thing he should have done was not tell his wife anything.
0: Well, you trust your wife until they try to murder you.
1: <laughs> I love the look. Brandon just
7: gave me. <laughs> well, <laughs> a, in the first place, who takes their wife their on. wife on a on a job when <laughs> she doesn't do when she doesn't unless that unless she's already already part of the team, yeah? Because she, she wasn't. She's not an essential cog in the wheel, you know. Yeah. So she should have stayed in Palm Springs while he went to do the job. Yep. You know.
6: Honey, you know that vacation to Canada we were talking about?
2: Yep. <laughs> we're going to pull a couple heists first.
6: We're, we're, we're going to do that right now. i got some business to take care of. but.
1: Well, she was in the taxi when the guy proposed the job. That's part of the problem. Yeah. She was there when Mal said things in the taxi. Yeah, that's
2: true. Oh, I didn't think of that. So that makes... she
1: probably okay. was like, well, I'm going along.
2: And...
1: Although they never said it, but she was there then, so she knew from the beginning that he was going to go pull a heist in. And it talked about their sex life where she knew that when he was always very, very active right after a heist. And then uh-huh. as it got further and further from a heist, he was less active until practically nothing. And then he'd have another heist. And so she knew it's not like she didn't know what he did, yeah. you know, but she was never part of the, you know, the team that did stuff. You know, she wasn't, nah, you know, so I don't know.
7: Mm-hmm. Well, and then- not like
1: Danny Ocean who brought in Tess in the new movies. All right. Her- Okay. Uh, Oh, who is it? It's Wayne. Wayne.
4: Yeah. I think we said everything.
1: Go ahead, Dad. Think of something new.
2: (laughs) I dare you. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Just try it.
6: (laughs) Okay. Let me check my notes. Okay. Yeah, I've I've got a whole physical note you. He's got a list. Yeah. I got a list. Let me yeah. check it twice. <laughs> home with the book. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to return the book to Maylene. Yeah. So. I You know it's. <laughs> this one's old. Yeah. It's not a top one. The. Yeah. The writing was good. The writing was concise. The writing flowed. I wish there was a character I cared about.
7: <laughs> Any character. That's
6: to plug in. <laughs> to, it, to plug into the writing. You know, it, it just. Uh, I, I think. I think the. The. Uh, the one character that I liked was Fairfax you know
5: yeah.
6: um just and and he survived yeah you know um but it was just it was very since i didn't care it was very hard to read when I started on the book, I sat down and I read section one. And it was a week and a half before I was able to pick up and read section two. <laughs> okay. okay, this deadline is looming. I, I need to, you that, know, that and, and...
2: Given how fast a reader you are. <laughs>
6: Yeah. And that that was that was a week and a half ago. You know, mm-hmm. and finally today's the day. So I got up. I, I woke up a little earlier than normal just because I did and I made myself breakfast. I sat down, I read section three, and I took a break and fixed lunch and came back and read section four and finished it up about two. So it wasn't that it was a hard read. I just
4: didn't care.
6: I, I didn't care enough to, to read it until I had no choice. The time and deadline was here. So I had no choice. <laughs> so
4: I had right? no
1: choice. <laughs> wow. I didn't start it till last night after we put out the yard decorations. Um, uh,
4: yeah. Yeah. you would rather do gardening. right
1: no, it, was, yeah. it was the season of Christmas while we're recording and it. And put out the decorations. Oh, ho, ho,
6: ho. Yeah.
3: The only reason why it took me only a week to
4: read this book. I need
6: I need, I need yeah. to read that, but, you know, the toilet needs scrubbing first. So, you know. <laughs> And that is a more Bailey enjoyable task than reading. Thing. I'm sorry.
3: Uh, the only reason why it, um, I did it in like a week was because I knew I was struggling to get through it and I wanted to be able to like okay I'm done <laughs> <You know? laughs> I wanted to get through it so I didn't have to have that problem of oh crap book club is coming up I need to finish it because I know it takes me a while to read books I think I read only just a little bit faster than Justin and so I know that it takes me a while to get through you know books that most people will take only a couple hours to read So I was like, okay, if I'm having this much trouble getting through it right now, I'm gonna feel the pressure when it gets closer. So I better read it now and then get
1: done with it. (laughs) You know. Good for you. Good job. Yes,
6: I'm I'm proud of you. Yes (laughs) yesterday, in my mind, I said, Okay, Sunday's the podcast, Saturday, I'm going to finish the book. That didn't happen. I watched 12 episodes of a live stream (laughs) yesterday.
1: Instead of reading. Instead
6: of reading the book. It was a much more enjoyable story.
0: (laughs) I'm sure it was.
1: (laughs) Sorry, Brandon.
0: Philistines. I'm surrounded by Philistines. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I
5: said
6: I sold a life. Everybody's going to have one. On mirror. on a scale on a scale of one to ten, no, I'm at about a three. I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> three! Wow. <laughs> I wouldn't
1: give it any
6: more that's that. a couple higher than Maze Runner.
1: <laughs> Maze Runner is the zero. was
3: the New York Times bestseller? <laughs> sorry, that's
6: uh, one of my favorite books. Uh, uh, Wasn't this book a New York Times bestseller as well? I don't know. I, I don't. I believe it. it said so on the cover.
0: You have the the copy someplace.
3: To this day, Wayne, that's still one of my favorite outbursts of anybody in the podcast. (laughs) That's my number one moment in the podcast. Yep.
1: Yep. Says New York Times bestseller.
7: Super ingenious. Super (laughs) lethal.
4: They have to sell it somehow. Right?
7: (laughs) New York
6: Times book review. All right, next.
7: Oh is that me
2: hmm.
6: yes i'm sorry Louis. it's balls of <laughs> yeah. your court
2: well, I mean let's be honest many of the the faults with the book have already been discussed already, many of which I agree with um, <laughs> i didn't like the violent misogynism i didn't i didn't like um i didn't like that a lot of it came out of nowhere like yeah. like i I could get it. Parker is essentially a a villain let's be real he's essentially a villain this is supposed to be a let's root for the bad guy story because he wants his revenge and revenge can be a driving force but I just I found myself wondering why the hell anybody liked Parker or chose to work with him to begin with it was it wasn't just that he was like like violent and mean because he was a villain it seemed like he was vicious and cruel but it didn't serve a purpose and I, and I feel like that translated to a lot of the male characters in this book. Like,
1: yeah, I felt that way about Mal for sure.
2: Oh yeah, like like yeah. the the overall story, the 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 plot elements, what happens A B C. I found myself being drawn into some of that because I couldn't predict it. I I couldn't tell where this book was going to go, and that was good. I'm not I'm not very good at predicting books in general, but I like that feeling of not knowing where it's going. But I found myself being drawn out of that envelopment of the story, you know, when Mal punches Pearl in the gut for literally no reason, as soon as he opens right. the door, then leaves, or when Parker grabs Wanda by the hair and lifts her up on her feet and then drops her on the ground. Yeah. The the redemptive elements of the story in terms of, of me coming to like the the book and the plot, just just got fractured immediately by some of the senseless violence. And it's not just senseless violence in the sense that villains kill people for no reason because they're villains. It was it was senseless in that it didn't further the plot for me in any right. tangible
0: it sense. Didn't, uh, what was I going to say?
7: I don't,
4: I don't, I don't know. That, I don't that's necessarily... why I think the author didn't know how to write a villain because of the senselessness in it.
2: Not only just that, I don't think the author was trying to go out of his way to write a villain, even though he did, ultimately. I feel like he was trying to go out of his way to dr- to write a a vengeance-driven character, mm-hmm. but it ended up being a not-likable character. Right. Like, let's look at Thanos, for instance. He's driven by villainous means. He's he's very, mm-hmm. you know, cruel and, and violence-centered, and, you know, he gets his way or everybody dies. I'm rooted for very... him. Yeah, <laughs> he, but he's a very dynamic villain you you he find is. yourself entranced by thanos's motivations and his means and everything that he does even though you know obviously you don't want half the universe to die but thanos is just yeah. so dynamic parker thanos, wasn't that dynamic to me along
3: those lines thanos for all his like insanity and chaos and whatever you want to say had rules he had yeah. uh, you know there was uh you kind of understood his thought process. Whether or not you agreed with it or not, right. you understood, like, okay, this is why he's doing it. Okay, this is, you know, right. his thought process, even mm-hmm. though, you know, it's an extreme means to an end, whatever. Yeah.
2: Maybe In what Thanos' he said, mind, he is the good character. and yeah, Everybody that, else is against him.
1: A lot of... When we're talking about the movies. Now, when we're talking about the, the storyline for the, the, the comic yeah, books, uh, he yeah. still has... Total motivations, his motivations love for that one. So you're like, you know what I mean? Like for either either storyline, which I haven't actually read it, but Brandon's told me enough about it that I'm familiar enough to say either storyline, you can understand Thanos and care about him. Mm -hmm.
3: And, you know, along the end, I think that's what makes a great villain, regardless if you're supposed to root for him or not, is the fact that they have their motivation. And even if you're not rooting for them, they ha you could see it you know voldemort had a motivation it. um now know, dolores
1: umbridge is evil incarnate yeah. we don't care about her but we yeah. hate her so much that she's important she's a, <laughs> she's mm-hmm. a, yeah. that she's she still makes her such a great villain because yes so hated
5: oh yeah
2: umbridge yeah. is an incredibly great horrible villain <laughs> you know like right. like we love to
7: hate her
3: i'd say more than voldemort but okay <laughs> oh absolutely <laughs> we digress. Like yeah okay. Yeah, but you know, you're talking like Voldemort like- had his motivations. Thanos had his motivations. All these characters, you're like, okay, I can see your clear thought process on these reasons why
1: you're doing what you're doing,
3: you know. Uh, and yet, Parker is just like, like you said, the randomness of it. He doesn't have real. Right. I, I, I get him. that
1: he's getting vengeance on Mal and his wife, but then when he decides, I'm going to take on the syndicate because yeah. my money got lost and it's their fault. No, no your it's your fault for not having a different identity, back backup. Yeah, but he suddenly blames them because he left it with the cops
4: and the poor hairdresser. Oh yeah, yeah it,
2: That was another one of those moments where I was taken out of whatever I had fallen into the story to yeah. to see. Yeah. It's just like, oh, that's just that's just. He
3: just said like, okay, and this serve what purpose? Yeah,
6: <laughs> I don't know.
3: You're I don't know. in. I mean, you yeah. know.
6: Yeah. Uh, i i i remembered one of my negative comments mm, good uh, mal he he was a coward he didn't have he didn't have follow through he he couldn't he couldn't even kill parker himself right. he had to intimidate parker's wife into doing it
2: yeah yeah for yeah.
6: you know and so when they they tell him, handle it yourself, we want to see how you do, he, he had no clue.
4: Maybe that was his character.
6: You know?
2: See, that was one of the moments that I liked about the book and hoped it would go somewhere other than where it went. Because when Carter gives Mal the task of doing something he's essentially unable to do, I would have wanted to have seen um, –
1: him come up with something.
2: Yeah, I, I, I would have wanted him to well, suddenly
6: rise to the occasion. Yeah. yeah.
0: There should
1: have been more of a showdown. When
0: There's he, when... inkling of an idea, but he doesn't know how to follow through with it.
1: Right. When Parker came through the window, first of all, I was like, already? I thought the whole storyline was going to lead up to this climactic fight between these two. No, it didn't. It, 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 oh. it led up to, oh, we killed him and we still have section four left.
2: Yeah what? and then and then because of of uh yeah. Mal's ineptitude and inability to rise to the occasion one of the first things he does is you know hire a, a high class uh sex worker right. like not not try to investigate okay where is Parker who has he talked to you know does anybody know what he looks like nowadays no the first thing he does is oh I'm
0: horny he's not going to find here
1: I'm going to get some good sex
0: like it was good that okay. he changed locations That was it. Even then, that wasn't his call. That was the outfit saying, You need to leave until That's right. That's right. Because we don't want this blowing over on the outfit. Yeah. What's
2: the name of the
1: place in John Wick? No no business takes place in the
2: in the hotel. hotel. In the
1: Continental. No no business in Continental premises. You gotta take this elsewhere.
2: Yeah. So okay. I, I don't know, I, I I'm not going to say the overall story itself as far as the, the plot elements was, were, were yeah. bad. Cause it could, it has the makings here of a very interesting vengeance tale, but the, the but it falls so main short. character doesn't carry that with him or, or succeed in, in making it an interesting story. Yeah. I don't
0: know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All
5: right. Right
0: um,
3: now that
4: we've torn your
0: book apart, right. all right. What, what, what I sorry. find interesting was it a couple months ago we did Tarzan, which has that was just as bad. Yeah, has twenty-four sequels. The Hunter has twenty-four sequels. Who
1: reads that this crap? Is- I mean, stuff.
0: I'm not alone in being the only one like. <laughs> <There are 24 laughs> novels?
2: no certainly you, you you definitely will find company in in liking this book and and hey, just going off of the wikipedia page it mentions that um the publisher chose to you know literally propose to the writer that he could do three more books a year on parker which is crazy like they they liked him and you know the character and his story that much like,
5: uh, at
0: one point uh, was it writing, Richard yes. Stark was a more popular pseudonym and making more money than his actual name? Yeah, you know. Yeah. So the uh, point that they, they made a movie about it. More they than made, more. they made three uh, mm-hmm. attempts to make The Hunter. Um,
1: his writing, the writing itself, is is quality, which is why I'm putting it above Maze Runner. Um, but like Maze Runner, the story fell short. I wanted it to be good and it wasn't. Um, but so it, it is hard to see, like some people like these stories and you go, well, what did you like about them? Cause yeah. What did you like about it? Again, Brandon, I've already forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll read the, follows will the podcast later.
2: I haven't written off hardboiled detective fiction as a whole because of this book or anything like, like I am yeah. interested to know like what real hard detective fiction as in like the main character is a detective could be like, you know, mm-hmm. I think that was part of the reason why I wasn't necessarily rooting for Parker. Like he's a bad guy, which can be interesting, but it's not really my jam all the time, but he wasn't really trying to figure out like what happened. He was, he was not a detective. He was a criminal just trying to find out, you know. Who has my money? Even though it's not really his money at that point. Who has my money? Like I'm gonna get my money and kill a bunch of people. <laughs> like I don't know. I feel like a detective would have had different motivations and gone at the problem differently.
0: Well, you know, the, there's different subgenres of noir. There's crime noir. There's the detective noir. Then there's boxing noir. There's a whole genre of noir set around um, boxers, like right. there's
2: there's <laughs> old school fisticup types.
0: There's I forget what his name was, but. There's one series of, of boxing novels where there's this boxer, I wish you could remember, but he's a spy. And so they set up these, these bouts in like China and other countries so that he, his front facing thing is he's a boxer, but in reality he's a spy. Hmm. This was That's like in the 1930s. Yeah, the, you know, there's, there's whole sub of noir. There's, um um the op which is um uh you know the op detective agency where you everything's written first person perspective and you never get the name of the, the actual detective <laughs> right um
1: but when you think of crime specifically as the drama i mean it, there's there's better than you know uh i don't know, like road to perdition or i mean i the godfather is more of a I don't know. I haven't actually read or seen The
0: Godfather, but the right tradition it's, is, is is more, I would say, neo noir.
1: Okay, but uh, still, I mean, it's better storyline, better characters. You know,
0: yeah. Godfather's just know. a downright crime
4: syndicate
0: well, right, of the right, Corleone right, right. But you know, I don't know, I don't know. And there's, yeah, but the the genre is the kind of in um, you remembered for like that. Um, the uh, I can't remember the author's name, but like. You know, I was there, and the dame came in, and you know that that um.
2: The Raymond right, Chandler's so I, type I thing. Raymond
0: Chandler, thank you. That, yeah. you mm. Most people think Chandler. Okay.
2: Yeah. What, what is it? The Long Kiss Goodnight, I think is is, right.
0: is something long like kiss that. Goodnight Good night or goodbye, I don't know Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah, and I have all those Chandler novels. They're great.
1: Did you suggest one of them?
0: <laughs> actually, too short. They're They're shorter than these
1: i probably like it better. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, Brandon. I'm sorry. It's been a while since I've seen you. It's nice to mess with you.
3: <laughs> I would say overall, I'd probably give a, a three or four.
4: Of <laughs> 3 I'm the one who gave a six, so you should be happy with me, Brandon. So I want my Christmas present to be good.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dave gets an extra good Christmas present because he agrees with Brandon.
4: Yay!
0: Uh-oh. Bonnie and Justin's present. We can just rip that sticker off. And <laughs> get
1: we get coal. I know. We get coal. It's I'm okay. It a five. Justin gave it a five. I'm the one who's giving it like a two.
6: Mm. Well, let's okay, drop to, to, a to a two, two a now.
1: Present. No, oh. it was a one. I gave it, I moved it up to a two because of the writing quality. Mm. Although I'm still I irritated about it? too many flashbacks. Mm.
2: See, there's some real nuggets of a good story in this book. Like, that's are. why I'm not writing it off completely. It
1: could have been so much better. It yeah. fell short and then, ugh. Plus, it <laughs> pissed me off.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I said, right now, I'm on the, uh, the third novel, The Outfit. and um, enjoy that. I will. Um, good. <laughs> Fine. <before> I will <laughs> They have given him a strong female a protagonist to bounce off of. So maybe that's
1: fantastic. Tell me will... all about her later.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't finished the novel, so I don't know how it ends. But
1: okay.
0: Yeah, she'll probably
1: die. You know, she was good. You liked her. She'll probably die. Yeah,
5: <laughs> yeah he'll, he'll
2: die. Won't he won't care. In an
6: off-handed manner that makes no sense. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, no,
1: right?
2: <laughs> like, oh, she just had uh, uh, diabetes. I don't know, <laughs> whatever.
1: <laughs> I gave her sugar. I didn't know she was kids. I peanuts. gave her peanut butter.
4: How dare she have an allergy, that bitch? Yeah, how dare she die? <laughs> how
1: dare she not tell me she was allergic to that? <laughs> her fault. Totally her fault. Yep. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> All
2: right, so... We're going to recommend the second any one. Last,
1: any last comments, anybody?
4: I hope the second one gets better. I plan on reading it just to see if it gets better. Oh, cool.
0: Um, oh, David, let me know. Uh, I will say the second one's a little bit more violent. Um. Oh, more violent. (laughs) More violent. Is it
1: more violent towards women or just more violent in general?
0: More violent in general. I don't recall there even being a female character in the second one.
1: Well, then that's fine. I have no problem with that. (laughs) I still don't care about Parker though.
4: And I was hoping for another hairdresser (laughs) beating.
2: I think I heard that. I think I heard that slap all the way. (laughs)
3: I I just (laughs) give (laughs) slap the back of his head.
1: That was loud. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And he was like, get him. And it was only loud because it was near the microphone. I literally just get slapped him up the side, back of his
7: head. He's going to have a concussion. He oh! will not. I
5: didn't hit him that hard. Hey, what happened
3: over there? We do not condone therapy. violence
2: on this show.
0: <laughs> you
3: can't. Blame oh, see here? Look, he's fine. From... There's David. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: <need> <laughs> Lewis,
6: you and I are safe. <laughs> we aren't sharing camera space with anyone. That's true.
2: I can make all the terrible hairdresser jokes I want.
6: All right. But you won't because
1: you didn't like that scene either. But I won't. All right, uh, I like, but you won't. You but won't.
4: you won't, will you? Yes. All Dad? Right. J- Justin is picking the did new not. book. I'm just shaking it up. He's just shaking There's, it
6: up. David's oh, turned my turn. Oh, oh, sorry.
4: Did
1: you have another? Did you have another
6: comment, Dad? Final comment? I had had one, then we got to joking around. but uh, well, that's okay. He's gonna one, one, of the, one of the things... The, the writing was... I liked the writing. I liked how it flowed and everything. It was very minimalistic. And one thing that I appreciated is even when there was violence... Because of the minimalistic writing style, it it was almost as if it had occurred off camera. Even when it didn't. You know, it just It
1: wasn't as detailed as the long battle. Scenes it it wasn't
6: detailed, range. it wasn't gruesome, it wasn't it wasn't, you know, gore filled or anything like that. I I appreciated that about the story. That, be because of its uh, the the way, the violence was written in a in a minimalist
0: fashion. And violence so. wasn't hyped up. It was more or less just there as
6: it just kind it just kind of happened, and you know
2: it almost happened well, in a detached fashion, which is okay. which you know yes. which tracks with with
6: Parker. He's yeah, been, yeah. Been, so that was my one comment.
1: Okay. Okay, what's our next book? What's the next book, David?
4: All right, I picked it out, and the next book is uh One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest by oh. Ken Cassie.
1: Suggested by you.
4: I suggested this one.
1: Yeah. I read that in high school. That's a good book.
4: Did not? Yeah, this one goes. Um, the reason why I put this one in there is because my cousin Mary actually played in the original movie from nineteen seventy-five. Nice. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's actually timely because I think they're doing—I forget what streaming service is—but they're doing a miniseries based on the nurse. Right.
5: Back- oh, and- yeah, yeah I seen and- that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
4: based on the what? Yeah, who who wrote it? Yeah. Ken Kesey. K e s e y. See if we could see that. It's it's, ba- it's, backwards. it's backwards, of course. Take out. a picture. But I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to my cousin Muse to see if she actually uh, could be part of the the next podcast.
1: That'd be awesome. Yeah, she was cool. in it because that's cool. Yeah, if she if she's the one to do it, totally.
4: Yeah, yeah. And then I'm gonna see if she could get a hold of uh, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> that be hey, Jack,
2: it's me, your girl. What's
4: up? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, she did play his girlfriend yeah, in the she, movie.
4: Yeah, she did play his girlfriend in the movie. So if she could get, if she could get a hold of Jack Nicholson, it, it could be my cousin Mary. Oh, apparently I'll this try. book was
2: written in 1962 as well.
4: Yeah, so it's, it's a fairly old book. Mm-hmm. It's a
6: it's longer about, one, though. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, it's about a whole bunch of nut nutcase people in a in a sane asylum, except for and, um, and the inmates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except for uh, Jack's character, who's a, a hoodlum who is basically going into an insane asylum just to get away from uh, being in a, in a, a real a, jail. Being in a, in a regular jail. He figures that I'll just go to a loony I'll farm. i pretend to be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: interestingly enough, if you have seen the movie.
4: It's pretty close. The
1: movie is from Jack Nicholson's character's point of view. The yeah. book is not. It's yeah. from a different inmate's point of view.
4: Yeah.
1: So... Mm-hmm. Um, which is really interesting. I think I heard that before. Yeah, I've probably. Oh, heard well. If you
6: if you've seen the movie, the book is a totally different perspective. On it's the
1: a story. different perspective completely. It's it different. is it is it's a the different... same basic plot line, but it's different.
6: Yeah. Is it a very long book? It is no, kind of.
1: It is kind of no, long, well it's... longer than this one.
7: It is. But... No, it's like two hundred oh. something pages. Because okay. the. This narrated version, narrated by the author, is only three hours and 19 oh, minutes. Maybe
1: it's not that long.
7: Oh, <laughs> very long well, at all.
1: that's okay. We're going up you reach on it the,
7: very,
4: very quickly.
1: <laughs> we're, we're going up on the holiday season. So if we need to schedule it
4: for after, after Christmas, yeah, very after true. Christmas, after New yeah. the Year's, then we
1: can, yeah.
7: we can do that. This one right. here is 10 hours and 32 minutes long.
1: Uh, maybe the other one was a bridged version. <laughs> I
7: don't know. This one is the uh. Fiftieth anniversary edition with. Uh, There's two
1: audio versions on Justin's thing that came up. One is three hours and something. One is ten hours and something. We want to make sure a we don't a get difference. an abridged version. We Robert want the real
6: original
1: version. Really long. <laughs> <laughs>
6: that's why I say I, it's been a long time since I read that one, but I recall it as being kind of a lengthy book. So I know, I read, not, I read not nearly as long as Frank Herbert's Dune. No. <laughs> no.
1: All right. It's not as long as some of the Harry Potter books. So which, which right,
0: is uh, that concludes this uh episode of Bookies. We'll
1: see you
0: guys next Bye. time. Good Bye. Bye-bye.
6: Bye. Bye-bye. You know, D- Dune's one of my favorites, but it's it's it's
0: So, there you have it. That was The Hunter um by uh, a Richard Stark novel. Uh so next month uh, or next episode, uh, is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, this is a, a hard read, a very challenging read, um, but I hope you enjoy it. So stay tuned. Our next episode is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And again, brought to you by DestinyComics.com. That's comics spelled C-O-M-I-X dot com.
5: Hey there, people on the internet! God damn it, I'm going to do it. Why don't we talk about Bruno? <laughs>